0: What is happening everybody? We are in episode two of the Gnarly Darren Hour. I am Gnarly Darren and with me to the left is Mr. Pete Tonda. Hello. What is happening everybody? We have made it to episode two. Um, Before we get started, I do want to deeply apologize to Mr. Tonda. Uh oh, what'd you do? Well, you see, what had happened was. You shit-talked me again, didn't you? No, no, no. See, last night, uh, you know, in in case people don't know, in case you're living under a rock or whatever happened, I don't know. uh, Myself and Mr. Pete Tonda are in a rock band called 19 Till Dawn. Yeah. Last night, we were at band practice at the Bass Cave. Bass Cave. And uh, while we were gone, my wife uh, was was, uh, kind of enlisted to entertain the evening and uh during that time Pole they Asian? went to one of my favorite mexican restaurants oh so uh that being the case since she knew that's my favorite restaurant she brought me leftovers and while i did very much enjoy partaking in those leftovers last last evening i got a little gassy today my, my ass has been talking uh-huh. So, it might become offensive. Uh, you keep your ass over so, there. So, uh, but I'm not to blame. You put a burrito in front of me, I'm going to eat it. And ladies, could you come out here, please? Yeah. Uh, which one's mine? What these, I got the twins are... Okay, this one's, mine, this one's mine. Okay, so which one of you two is at fault? All right. So, you can blame Miss Princess Anya here. Because she's the one that wanted burritos last night. And now I... Have a serious gas problem. That's, that's, so that's not her fault. I mean, it's it was pretty. Problem. It was pretty bad. Like mean, my bedroom today actually smelled like a sewer. I'm. I'm not even gonna lie. About that's that. old man belly. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you know. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say hi to these two lovely ladies here, competitive dancers for center stage. Clearly, Dad. Clearly. You also, know? this one is a. Theatrical thespian, has been in Aladdin, has been in The Claw, has been in Mary Poppins. So we got a little (laughs) professional actress, two professional dancers. So uh, they wanted to to say hi real quick. So hi, hi. real quick, real quick. Hi. hi. Now go away. (laughs) Shoot fly. Shoot fly. Anyway, that's not very nice. Well, I love I'm not really Darren. Must be. Matter of fact, me. it's kind of a dick move. Uh, it's the only move I know. I know you do. All right. So, first topic of discussion for the day. Uh, my little, my little uh, gimmick that I wanted to do this whole little talk into the future thing that I did last show kind of backfired a little bit because the <laughs> this. The uh, production company that I wanted to talk about, um, Black Hole Media, has gone kaput. They, uh, <laughs> from the time that I talked before to now, they have completely dissolved, disbanded. Um, it, it's, really, it's really too bad because uh, um, the individual I was working with, uh, Nuri Boswell, is, is an amazing cinematographer, um, an amazing director. I was working with him with something called Who Sent You? Um, they got three quarters of the way done, and then it it all dissolved. But what I saw of the project so far was looking fantastic. This guy really knows his stuff, Nuri. If you're watching, I've got so much respect for you. Um, I really want to work with you again. Um, it's the the black hole media thing. It's very unfortunate. Um, I did get a chance to watch Leo um, in between the last couple shows, and. Again, I mean, he was such an amazing cinematographer. the The work that he did, the way that things looked, um, it it just looked phenomenal. It looked professional. It looked like something that you would see in a theater. Um, it just it looked amazing. I it's it's really too bad that that it's it's not going further with black Home media. Hey, you know what? I give credit where credit is due. Nuri is an amazing cinematographer and I got no shame in saying so. The actors did a great job too. It, it's it's really a shame that um that everything everybody involved all the things that's happening, it's it's gone under, but hopefully um they'll we'll get back on track in some other way. I'll get a chance to work with Nuria again in the future. Uh, I know that will happen. I've talked to him a little bit on the side. He's in a few other projects right now, but um we'll get together oh, someday. What? Uh, I don't know. He's he's a secretive guy. The stuff he's working on. Uh, new Spider-Man? Know, a new Spider-Man. No. Oh. No. but uh but yeah, it's 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 too bad. So, uh, so I guess the, the the talking into the future thing didn't quite work in this case. So, what are you gonna do? Uh, So not talking in the future. Well, I'm still gonna do it anyway, because Take it month by month. And eh, well, who does that. It's boring. Yeah, it's a gimmick. It's gonna work. This time it's gonna work better. So moving right along since there's not really much to talk about because there's that company that doesn't exist anymore. Ooh, I know what we can talk about. What's that? We can talk about the people the lovely companies that endorse our band. Oh, let's do that. Yes, absolutely. So, this show doesn't have any sponsors yet, but the band certainly does. We Uh, do. uh, Red Symbols. Red Symbols. Out of Australia. Great, great symbol company. Dylan Redman is the guy that owns it. Get a hold of him at redsymbols.com and he'll hook you up with some good symbols. I've been in I've been with them for, for, I think it's four years now. Yeah. Four years has been since I've been endorsed by Red So. Time flies when you're having fun. Man, too. I'm getting old as hell. Yeah, you, you are. Another good company, XL Drumsticks. I got uh, hooked up with them. From Paul Crosby, you know Paul Crosby. I do know Paul Crosby. Paul Crosby yeah. from uh, Saliva, He's Saliva a great drummer. He yeah. got me uh, click, click, boom. Yeah, he got me endorsed under XL drumsticks. Great yeah. company. He has not used another set of sticks ever since. Like he'd been using them sticks a long time, wearing, still got wearing, a lot their, of wearing them. wearing their left. shirts. Still got a lot of them left too. Yeah. We've got the stickers right on the on the uh, on the bass head. They'd be xlxceldrumsticks.com. Look them up. Get some drumsticks. Good guys. Right up, right across the, right across the lake here in uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep. Make sure to And to bring up the mental geography map to figure that one out. Red symbols. Red
1: excellent. Symbols,
0: great company. Xl drumsticks. Great company. Great company. Definitely get involved. Get get looking at them. If you're a drummer, you're going to love it, and you will not regret it. Yeah. So. Get you some. Yes. So, I want to. Tell him. I sent you. Yes. Chris Sparrow, though. You're probably going to know who Pete Tonda is, to be honest with you. Yeah, Pete Tonda sent me. <laughs> well, he'll know when he watches the video. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. All right. He'll be like, oh, that's Chris. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, moving on. Uh. I've been seeing a lot of articles and a lot of videos lately about the '80s and, and hate from the '80s, and, and I don't I don't understand where this is all coming from. I was reading an article the other day that was just bashing the idea that the '80s uh, was it was a political mess and it was a racial mess, and all I could think of was, has anybody looked out the window lately? Right? Because I mean, I there's always going to be those. I don't remember all that for the '80s. No, well, I mean, you know, when we we were kids, and I and you know, the really the biggest reason I wanted to talk about this is because being a kid growing up in the '80s was amazing. It was It was the greatest time to grow up. We had it's just a world of fun. We had fun. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. the music. Okay, so the music. There was there there was some great music, and there was some not. Nah, i i was listening to a lot of 60s stuff in the 80s and by the 90s i was listening to 70s stuff he so i never a, quite caught up he was he's a closet flock of seagulls fan. Oh, yeah i you know hey i ran <laughs> when i heard the flock of seagulls i ran <laughs> so far away yeah, i bet you did Just to go see him play wait what no no did you have the hairdo i did not have the hairdo no. i was actually going mullets and stuff but we didn't call them mullets i don't remember that ever being called a mullet until yeah, no. the 90s no i don't remember hearing the word mullet, called mullet in the 80s. i don't remember being called a mullet until billy ray cyrus came out in the 90s then i heard the word mullet billy ray but when i was younger it was just a uh, long hair and for you know for some people like me I couldn't, when I grew my hair out, I couldn't grow my hair out. It only grew in that spot. So it was like a natural mullet. I did, it's not like it was styled that way. It's not like, you know, it just the front, just the bangs just stayed the bangs. And then the back just grew out. That's. Where yeah. your boyfriend had the handhold on the back? I mean, hey, you do what you gotta I do, judging. I guess. <laughs> Dude, I was 10. What were you, like 30? oh god let me Just see 85 <laughs> how old are you i am 47 young wow god. that's right you <laughs> born in 71 75 70, you're only four years younger than me yeah but that's almost half a decade that's not almost <laughs> yeah it is almost <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, the, I mean, the 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 type of hate that I've been seeing and the stuff that it's written by people that just weren't there. Yeah, couldn't it's have got to be because eighties were great. It was it was just a lot of fun. I mean, just, I mean, God, Saturday morning cartoons, man, how can you beat that? And I, the, you know, one yeah. of the things in one of the articles that I read was that every show, every TV show, everything was was trying to sell something. Like every cartoon that had, there was. Toys attached to it. Star Wars had toys attached to it. Like everything was just a big every cartoon you would watch on Saturday morning was a thirty-minute commercial. So what? I mean, you got to have. All, I got to have my He-Man guys playing along to the show while I was watching He-Man, uh-huh. GI Joe, or or style all of those. I mean, it was just fun. It was just I. I, I mean, don't know. People ain't got nothing else better to do these days than to get mad at internet stuff. So, I brave. mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, you, you we didn't have all that. We had to go outside. Yeah, and don't you can, come back till dinner. You know, one of the thing I was talking to, I got a son. Uh, one of my kids is nineteen. Uh, not the twenty one year old that just turned twenty one. And I uh, the segue into that real quick, the show we just did a couple weeks ago with the Emerald Hour and Mud Bucket. Man, what a great, great show. show! If you were there, thank you for being a part of that party. It was awesome. If you weren't there, I'll tell you what—you missed out. We had a great time. My son got blitzed. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he did give. Yeah. It was. Uh, I'm reminding me back in the day, though. It was great. It was. It was great. We uh, we were we drive. We were driving from the venue, and uh, every ten minutes, he'd be like, "Dad, Dad, stop the car. Dad, stop the van." And he. <laughs> opened the van up and just bah, and he was sitting on he was sitting on the left side of the van not yeah, the right so yeah, yeah. he blew chunks all over the middle of the road not the, not the gutter the side of the road right dead center of the street. How you know, that's how you mark your territories over you, at Grand Rapids Yes. That's how you mark your territory in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Took him to get some pancakes because I thought <laughs> maybe some pancakes and maybe some, some plain toast might help soak some of that up Spent the whole time kissing that toilet, sitting on the Literally. floor. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was pretty bad, but it was a great time. My daughter, my yeah, you t- know, it's at a Denny's, so it's pretty much a prison toilet. I mean, you know that that's gonna get. Oh yeah, not Denny's, <laughs> <laughs> Lenny's. Was that Lenny's? <laughs> Lenny's, right? right, yes. That's not the name. They no, don't that. No, that's true. Just in her dumb commercial. That was a day. great, because again, 80s. 80s great yeah. commercial. They did have good commercials. Where's the beef? That was another one. Yeah, yeah. I remember that lady, because you only saw her every commercial. Yes, every yeah, <coughs> every other commercial was back yeah. to Wendy's. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so my daughter, 24-year-old Can't daughter. Can't say that either. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> love that by the way just make use your one thing and put it over it it was just hilarious uh so anyway my daughter 24 year old daughter um got him a a bottle of jaeger um in in a little gift bag half pint that was a pint yeah it might have been a pint i don't remember i think it's still in the van actually i forgot all about it but anyway um i was trying trying the keyword To keep everything on the up and up, and keep him sober until midnight, mostly because we were at a venue that's pretty strict about people in there being under twenty-one years old. So, um, you know, we were kind of supposed to tell that part. I mean, (laughs) 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 anyway, it it was his birthday, and she she got him drunk in the parking lot before it was even dark outside. He he walked in, and you know what? That's a good sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah good cause tip. she knew he was gonna be safe, cause he was gonna be with us all night. So, matter of fact, I picked at your sister the whole night. What, what did my poor sisters do to you? Nothing. I was just messing with her. It no. was hilarious because she kept telling me I couldn't get her again three times. Oh, the the tap yeah. on the shoulder thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, was yeah. What, you know, I was tapping her on the shoulder, and she looked, and then she hit me one time. Oldest like, trick in the book. Absolute oldest trick in the book. But it worked three times in a row. <laughs> Alright, well and then her husband was like, Yeah, I do that to her too. I was like, Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty sad. It's if she's husband, falling man. for it between boyfriend, husband. Yeah. yeah. Husband husband. husband. Yeah. Okay. They're but they're both married. No, nope. that's yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah to Kate, each other. Katie and Kelsey are both married. Both both of the sisters that were there. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I can't I couldn't even remember her name. She made me feel like an idiot. I was like, dude, I was like, dude, yeah, I know you. What's my name? <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> so anyway. So I just felt like an idiot. Well, you should have. Why, I don't know, how am I supposed to know your sister's names? not like to hang out. I don't see them. Yeah, yeah, I think you've seen them. I mean, sh- I barely, I see them maybe once I think a year I've seen day. her maybe twice. Maybe once at did she come to she was, was at Megan's graduation she was at, yeah okay saw her then. graduation yep and then the last time i saw her was at when we ate, uh had the picnic thing at last at, year yeah yeah that was the only two yeah. Times yeah. I yeah i mean my my family i i'm pretty far away from all of my other family and then i've got i got two other sisters on my dad's side that i probably haven't seen in a couple years we tried to get together for christmas and that fell through Michelle and Heather I miss you guys terribly. We need to get something going. So, anyway, yeah, now that we've digressed a little bit. A lot. <laughs> it's okay. we got to fill the big it, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to go, I, I want to talk back of, like, not only were those 80s, hate. there's also a lot of Hades, Hades? Hades. 80s. I like it. Revisions going on, because we had, you know, um, we had Full House, that kind of went from the '80s into the '90s, but it was still '80s for a time. We had Full House, then we had Fuller House. We had Quantum Leap. Now we have Quantum Leap again. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of revisitation of things that were going on back in the day that are that are coming back again as sequel series. And what I you know, uh, Night Court. Night Court is back. Um, the, that '90s show, uh, which is. I mean, that was the 90s, but that was from that 70s show. Now they got that 90s show. Um, They keep on going back and and revisiting shows from the past and doing it again. And kind of what I wanted to talk about was people are calling them reboots. And there's a difference between a reboot and a sequel series. A reboot means they're taking the name and they're completely redoing it. Um, The female Ghostbusters was a reboot. It's like we're redoing the story again. All that past stuff never happened. This is a new story, but it's an old story, but we're redoing it and we're recasting it. And it's, but it's, it's brand new, but it's not. That's a reboot. Wasn't that garbage? I can't say because I've never seen it. Oh, I I've never it seen garbage. it because I heard it was garbage, but I'm not going to, I can't I have an opinion because I, I never, I never actually did that. I did watch the sequel Ghostbusters that had the, the kid from Stranger Things in it. That was good. They did a great job. They did a real. They did some really good callbacks. They, uh, they did, you know, what I thought was what a sequel ser- series should be. It was they tailor. I, I know a lot of people complain about the fact that they tailor to old fans. When when somebody does something like that, they're like, oh well, you're just pandering to the original fans. Well, that's isn't that what the point is? And yeah. it's. I mean, if if it's being made for people of, of our generation, that enjoyed the original and they want to see the story continued, then of course there are certain things that we want to see. A reboot is for people that are not us, that are getting reintroduced to an old idea with a brand new platform. I thought thought reboots were just... Garbage. People that can't come up with something. That's, what, on their that's own. exactly. Because, you know, like they keep doing these movies. Yeah, so let's go back in, you know, a few years ago. And I, I'm so glad this never happened. But but several years ago, they were talking about rebooting the Highlander. No, they are. I could have swore I just oh, saw. Oh, please it. don't They're tell redoing me. you no. Redoing I could have no. swore I just saw something about Hi- a new Highlander. Because I, last I heard, that idea was scrapped. And they were going to use Tom Cruise as, as a... no. Ramirez, which was Sean Connery's character. And they were going to use... Tom Cruise was going to be Ramirez, which would just not work at all. <laughs> Are you kind of short for that? He was short to be Reacher, too, and they still made him Reacher. What? Which, by the way, that new Reacher show... Holy cow. Because the guy from, from Titans, the guy that played uh, um, Hawk from Titans is is playing Reacher now. He's He's a big dude. And he right. fits the part. And he, the, the whole my wife and I binged it last week. I think it's only eight episodes for the first season, but it was so good. Wait till the new Fallout series comes out. Yeah, I haven't seen much about that, but I yeah I did. Uh, we, I, I, did I did see some stuff on. They got like eight episodes coming out. Okay. Do terrible. you know when? Uh, sometime this year. That's all I know. Okay. All right. Yeah, that'll be awesome too, cause Fallout. I've been I've been a fan of the Fallout since the since the first one. Uh, I think I started playing them in two thousand two thousand one maybe. It's hard to it's hard to remember now. Um, my friend Brian sent it to me. I was stationed in Vegas at the time, and um, he was like, "You got to play this game." And I took one look at the graphics, and I was like, "Really?" Because it's like kind of the overhead. Um, like first one or yeah, the first one. Uh, yeah. The first one before they went to the. What would you consider the third and fourth one? That's more of a 3D... It's not really first-person sh- shooter, because you can do the over the shoulder. Day. You can do a over-the-shoulder view, or you I mean, can make like it first-person. I would say it was a third-person, because you can go through any yeah. first or third. Yeah, because yeah, you, can, you can do first-person or third-person. So those ones were fun, too, but that actually took me getting used to, because I got used to the overhead view of the original two. And... Um, I just always enjoyed the story I thought it was a great idea I thought it was a you know so many generations growing up inside of a vault you don't even know what the world outside is like I kind of it's kind of like how things are now people are so plugged in under the internet and nobody goes outside what's anymore. Right <laughs> we live in fallout. We live in fallout. Minus, minus all the dirty underwear. Or the matrix whichever. One yeah, the matrix could be matrix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is another uh, another thing like um there's um there's been some shows that i've been watching lately that really kind of had a matrix feel to it one of them was called peripheral it's another one that my wife and i were binging it's basically about this this girl that they're they're into gaming the kind of like the virtual video gaming thing no yeah but but they get these goggles they get hired by this company to beta test this game all right. But it turns out that it's actually a link. They're being linked to the future. So every time they put the goggles on, they're actually in an avatar that was made for them, like a like a robot, like a walking love doll. Um, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> but in the future, like uh, like eighty years in the future or something, and and uh, they put on the goggles and they get zapped into England in the future, and and they see what everything is like and they think they're in a game and it turns out they're actually there and
1: they'll was... make a movie
0: like that in the 80s or something uh, i mean, pretty pretty much kind of on that same lines i mean seems like i remember a movie similar to that yeah i'm not sure about that there was a tv show in in the early 90s called vr that was like that they and they got so their brain got so involved in what the er situation was like they never knew if they were in the real world or in the game world all right that's kind of a cool idea too but peripheral to me kind of kind of made me think of the matrix kind of like which you know what world are you actually in when you put these goggles on or take them off which one is real and i can just i can just see it be getting that way someday people are so plugged in like that yeah badly (laughs) They believe everything they read online, too. That's cause I'm a it's French a model. model. You look like a French model. I know. I look like a French model. Bon Bonjour! <laughs> <laughs> great movie. If you haven't seen *Inglorious Bastards, that's... You gotta a, see it. It's a great movie. Yeah. Anything by Tarantino. I don't think he's made anything... Minus Pulp Fiction. Like. Pulp Fiction is amazing. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. My 19-year-old or just watched Hateful Pulp Eight. Fiction the other Sorry, day. Sorry, I didn't like the Hateful Eight either. It's kind of long and boring. I, okay, that one, I still have yet to really pay it. sit down to pay attention to the whole thing. So once again, I can't make an opinion on Hateful Eight. But I did love Pulp Fiction. Loved Pulp Fiction. That might be one of my favorite movies. Yeah. but. think Glorious Bastards is great. Yeah. give Tarantino credit on that. Yeah, yeah. And it's hilarious. It is hilarious, yeah. Uh, so, we talked a little bit about um, Fallout being made into movie, video games being made in movies. TV show. Well, video games being made into TV shows. TV shows, movies, it's, it's all, I mean, Same going thing. from video game to screen. How about that? Same. So, it, it, it misses its mark a lot when it comes to, to I mean, you know, uh, uh, Dungeon Siege or um, Blood Rain, uh what was the one with, uh, what was the one with the zombies where they, um, it was a really big game in the 90s. Oh, um, uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil, yeah. Yeah. yeah great game. Of, I only played two, but that was a great game. Yeah, I think I played two and then I played the prequel. The one Resident Evil three, 0. Where you had one disc for the guy and one disc for the girl. For Was two. it a separate disc? I know you could play one or the other, but I, I can't remember if you, if you changed the disc for it. Probably, because PS1 had a lot of that. I just finished Final Fantasy VIII, and are, they still, when you save, depending on what area you're on, it still says if you're on disc 1, disc 2, disc 3, even though now with the... With the revisited version of that, you don't change discs anymore. But it did make me remember back to the PlayStation One or early PC games too. You had to change your discs out. You got to certain yeah, certain areas. Yeah, sure did. A couple games. Yeah, play old play out of PS One. I think it's about the, probably the last console game I owned. Oh wow! It was probably PS One. I don't think I ever had the two. Man, you're old. I am old. Or I just didn't like PS or console games to switch over to computer games. You can cheat more on computer games. Uh, they look better. Get into console. And they're and- bigger. Generally bigger. Well, yeah, because I don't think you could... At, at the time that Morrowind came out, you wouldn't have been able to put that on. Oh, jeez, I, oh, I remember that. Morrowind was a huge game for I the time. I remember playing that, and the damn game was so big, it would freeze up, and if you forgot to save it, you lost Oh all the no! Progress. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, there was a time, believe it or not, before games had the auto save, and you had to actually remember to save your game. Otherwise, you could spend hours. You can get all of this stuff done and feel so accomplished, and then you lose power or something kicks you out or. Yep. Next thing you know, you lost all of that and all that didn't progress. save anything. I mean, yeah. you got to do it over again, but you also. Got to do extra stuff that you didn't do the first time. That's true. Because you've you got to go back and I miss that. That's true, but at, at the time you're so frustrated you get up and walk away for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, That just, was before we tore it all up because we died or something. Remember, you know, how, like people do that now, and they have big baby fits and tear up their games and stuff when they die. My 19 year old son has literally destroyed phones because he would play this game on his phone and get so mad. That he would just smash the phone against his knee to where it literally was arced. <laughs> yeah, man. His phone was arced in the shape of his knee because he would bust I it up. I bet he don't so do well. that now. That he's got to buy his own phone. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. That's my mother's wisdom. You'll quit tearing up them shoes when you got to buy them for yourself. That's true. Yeah. It is true. Well, like I said, now we don't go outside anyway. So Yeah. I, don't even, I work from home, so I don't even have to leave to go to work. So <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to step outside and all this winter bullshit I can't stand it anyway. But um, anyway, I wanted to, as far as I wanted to talk about with games into screen. Um, I just started watching The Last of Us. I think they're three episodes in now on The Last of Us, and man, it blew me away. I've never seen anything so close to uh, how they're going from. Uh, if you go play the game and the certain things that are being done and certain images that are happening and then you watch the show mm-hmm. they are just they, they are so dead on All right. and the actors are the way they're they're playing the characters dead on okay. it's just it's they i mean all right so moving right along right along let's talk a little bit about something that's been bothering me for quite a few years now Uh-oh. And the little thing called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. What are they thinking? They're not. What are they what I mean, okay. If they want to change their name to the Music Hall of Fame, because I don't I don't want to say any of these people aren't deserving of recognition for what they've done over the years. Dolly Parton deserves recognition for what she's done over the years. She's got it in the country music hall of fame. Yeah, well, I mean Or she can get into the big breasts hall of fame i don't know there's there's, yeah, you're there's probably plenty to beat that out <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty there's plenty that can that that some of these people can be recognized for but if you're going to call yourself the rock and roll hall of fame like to me growing up the rock and roll hall of fame that's something completely different than what it is today and dolly Parton even last year came out and said that she she didn't think that she belonged there yeah, she did do say that. And in the in the Hall of Fame still, well, oh that's not how it works. If if you're nominated, you're nominated. You can't not be. <laughs> but but in her defense, she did strap on a guitar and belt out a rock song. Yeah, which and is she, awesome. did it. she goes, I do this just so I feel like I fit. That's which awesome. was cool. But the reason I want to talk about that is because this year they're they're doing it again. the 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 nominees on the ballot that don't make sense to me. Cyndi Lauper's got got a place somewhere, but is it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't yeah. think so. I, they got one for pop music because I mean that's really all she ever did. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I I mean, it's just weird that some of the some of the choices that they. <laughs> Missy Elliott. Miss, who the hell's Missy Elliott? Man. White Stripes? White Stripes? Are they even eligible yet? Well, you, I mean, gotta, you gotta go for a certain time to be eligible. Yeah, you have to. I know when I mean, it used to be that way, yet you had to be. Your first album had to have been out so many years ago before you qualified to even be nominated. So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's been a while since White Strikes. I don't Straits. have any idea. All I know is there's a band that should be in there that's not in there, and it really aggravates me. Well, there's there's a few, and I, I wanted to talk about that, too, because there's some that... That'd be Grand Funk. Grand Funk Railroad deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Bad Company? They're not in there. Guess who? Wait a minute. Well, Bad Company's not in there either. No. Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden ain't in there. Iron Maiden's been nominated twice. But they're not in there. Really? Yeah. I would have thought they'd gotten there years ago. Nope. That's weird. Motley Crue's not in there. Motorhead's not in there. Ozzy's not in there. None of Ozzy? Black Sabbath or nothing? Maybe Black Sabbath. I don't know. I didn't I didn't dive that deep. But Ozzy's not in there. Um yeah, Soundgarden's not in there, which if if Pearl Jam's gonna be in there, I really believe that Soundgarden should Pearl be. Pearl Jam's there. in there? Yeah, Pearl Jam Grand Punk Railroad ain't. Nope. Man. Nope. Rock Isn't and roll it? hall things suck. <laughs> not that I hate Pearl, I like Pearl Jam. At least their first well, not the first I don't know if it was a ten. So how am I like from the rest of my Hifonda? I think that's a lot of people. A lot of people say that. Yeah, I, I agree. Know. I think ten was definitely their their greatest yeah. They're, they've had some songs on some of the other albums that I did enjoy um, but yeah 10 10 was just one of those albums where every single song hit with me every single one there's not a single song of that album that I don't like what's a good album um, the uh, the next one I can't even remember what it's called I know they had um, 5 against 1 One, two, three, four, five against 1 5, 5 5 against 1 that one I don't know. That was on their good second album. But that was a good song, but I couldn't name anything else that was. Oh, I think maybe Daughter was on the second one? I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't do I didn't look into those enough to say which ones, but I just know that 10 was a very good album. So, I'm not saying Pro Jam isn't deserving to be in there, but if they are, then Soundgarden definitely should be. Soundgarden paved the way for everything. Even Nirvana. Nir- Soundgarden was was out there before Nirvana was. I mean, they paved the way for everybody. So I don't know. It's weird to me that they're not in there. In fact I don't even think Soundgarden was nominated. Oh yeah, they've been nominated twice, but they didn't they, they haven't been in yet, which is weird. And guess who ain't in there? Nope, guess who's not in there? Canadian guys, ain't he? But Willie Nelson is on the is on the ballot this year. Has he ever played a rock song? No. I don't know. I, I don't know much about Willie Nelson. Well, you know about his drummer? Oh, yeah that used to be a mechanic yeah, yeah. that was a good story too <laughs> yeah it, it's just weird to me that, yeah willie nelson's on george michael's on the ballot i like george michael i liked wham i really did Plus but it's pop music, it's pop music. music. I, yeah it's that when i think of the rock and roll hall of fame i don't think about these people cheryl Cl- cheryl crow she ever played rock. I think she kind of played rock. Easier. I mean, she definitely you know, was a rocker, think she but played, not, played, a, played but a little bit of rock and roll. A little bit. She, I mean, bit. she's got yeah. I mean, she's okay, but she's not like like if I think about a rocker like that, I would think like Joan Jett. The Runaways aren't on. The Runaways have never even been nominated. Joan really? Jett. Yeah. Oh. And Joan Jett is she's just she's a rocker. I would say yeah. Joan Jett before before Shell Crow. I, I mean. I don't know. I don't know much about them. either one of them. You know? I know Cheryl Crow is the one that did the Megadeth Megadeth Yeah, they've never been in there. They should be in there. Yeah, Megadeth's not in there. And Motley, Motley Crue's not in now, there. that I'm surprised by. They're the 80s and 90s. Other, yeah, another band that's paved well, the way. Pretty much the stuff. 80s were ruled by Molly Crue. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, They should definitely be in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh the monkeys. I, I put the monkeys on this list because this has been i i not only have I seen this as a as a conversation before, but I've seen it as a heated conversation before. I really do love the monkeys. I mean yeah, the monkeys had it really does. A, <laughs> I'll walk around the house singing. Try and to and get stuff. us to oh, place okay. them in our band. It'll happen. <laughs> But I the the reason I want to bring it up is because I am a huge monkeys fan but I don't believe that they belong in the rock and roll Hall of Fame. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't it just doesn't make sense. No, they I, they didn't What that <sighs> like a 60s boy band kind of I mean like what you would consider a boy band thrown together. I mean, they were thrown together. They didn't I mean, at first they didn't they were they were told to show up into the studio and they load, laid down vocal tracks uh, never, not really, even in there at the same time. Half the time, they would hey, okay, Davy's got these songs to sing, so he's going to be in at this time of day. Music's already done. They would just go in and lay down some vocal tracks. Uh, Peter didn't sing at all, so he was he really isn't even featured on the albums in in many cases. I think he was able he was allowed to go in. Mike Nesmith had a separate contract. He had a contract where he wrote so many songs um, that he was able to go in and produce himself and he did allow peter Tork to go in and play um play bass or maybe some guitar on a couple of those tracks and which is funny because peter torque was an incredible instrumentalist all around but he wasn't featured on any of their original stuff until headquarters which by the way my son steven uh 19 year old son got me headquarters for christmas this year thank you steven you are you you had gone to favorite status for the moment Sorry, Michael. <laughs> Michael gave me the, the my favorite son gave me this coffee mug. So that was great. And then I got the, the record from Steven. So then keep the battle going, guys. Keep the battle going. So uh <laughs> I'm surprised Little Head didn't peep around the corner and go, Dad. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my youngest daughter, you saw earlier, she got pretty angry at that uh that coffee mug. So But yeah, they they didn't they don't they would say themselves that they weren't, they weren't, they were kind of forced to become a band. They didn't have any, I mean, they were a TV show. They were actors. The TV show was good. The TV show was great. It was fun. It was, it was a nice little 25 minute escape to I mean, I still, to this day, I'll enjoy that show. It's, it's better it's than music. Well, again, their music wasn't even all really theirs. A couple of them were, I mean, one of my favorite songs, um, uh, alternate title, um, Harry, Harry's Harry's. Oh, I can't can't even say it. Harry's Harry spouse get or something like that. What? It's a good song. It's it, the the title of the song is She's never calling, mentioned. Song like Harry Dingus or something. Yeah, no, it's the it's the name of a song that was. It wasn't allowed to be called the name of the song because it was offensive, so they changed it to alternate title. Oh. Um, they had offensive stuff back then like they do now well I mean oh wait I, everything's uh, offensive now my yeah bad. yeah exactly I, but yeah no I just didn't think that they I, I didn't think that they they belong in, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and they never will right you don't I mean nobody's gonna nobody's ever gonna say that Mickey Dolan's inspired them <laughs> or you know Davy Jones inspired them What? The drummer yeah yeah, he didn't. Swear Great, greatest so, drummer ever. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but he was barely a drummer. That he's—he actually became a good drummer by by 2003. Oh, um, well, it took him 40 years. Well, no, I'm not saying that. But good. But they—they they, when they did get back together in the 80s, back in the time that I was growing up, they weren't really—they were all just up front up singing, and they had you know professional musicians backing them up, and they were just up there singing they weren't even right. and when they finally got michael nesmith to come up and play with them for a while that was when mike said i'll only go out on the road with you guys if we play as a band like the show was so mickey you get on those drums you know peter you play that bass and, and you know that's how they wanted to do it and they they did it i mean to get a free ticket to that a free ticket? Yeah, because I wouldn't have paid to see it if I would have took a free ticket. Oh, I would have. I think I was overseas at the time. I couldn't. I never had a chance to go see them. I did go. I did see them in the eighties when it was just uh, I was Peter, Mickey, and and Davy. I did see that. That was well. I mean, I was what 12 so oh, well you did I get I a didn't, free ticket i got a free right. ticket and yeah. i got to sit up on my dad's shoulders the entire show so that was a bonus right. and that was a good show too because they also had uh um gary puckett and union gap was playing um the grassroots were playing um there was a bunch of you know big 60s bands um uh yeah it was it was a good time for a 12 year old kid that was actually my first concert i i had a blast Got to spend the whole time up on my dad's shoulders. He couldn't see anything, except for the you know backs of everybody else. But he had me up. That's what dads do. That's what dads do. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, But yeah, he they don't they don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's just there's no there's no No argument there. Pop band, right? Yeah make the pop, pop I don't know I guess they were it. I don't know They might have been Like 60s rock and roll We even if they were They They didn't I mean They were kind of just Rock then sounded A whole lot different than did when we grew up Yeah Yeah But I still don't They didn't I mean, like <sighs> Like would you consider The Beach Boys Rock No But they were rock For their time No but I actually Think they're in I'll have to double check on that, well, but I actually they... think Beach Boys are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, then the. <laughs> I don't have any idea. I don't know anything. All I know is it's like down a three, four hour drive from here, we can go see. It's right in Ohio. Sounds like a good road trip or someday. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just in. I'm pretty sure it's setting right on. around the lake, right in northern Ohio. Yeah. I I think I I think I went there once with with my friend Brian many many years ago but I've got holes in my memory. So I don't remember a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, just like just like in quantum leap bouncing through time you get holes in your memory. I guess that's what's happening to me. Yeah. Maybe Sam Beckett is somewhere inside my body right now. Getting holes timers. Holes timers. That could be too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. So all right, so uh the band I want to talk about um for this episode is uh Superbike. Superbike. So I know that band. band. Yes, we played with them in Indiana. Um they're an Indiana band. All right. Um we played with them a couple months ago. We played at a at a place called Cheers Pub in South Bend, Indiana. Um god, they were it was that, that was another night that was lots of fun. Our uh, our guitar player Jason Bass um is not only is he with us, he's also in another band called Osta Box. And they he play, he did Double Duty that night. He played with us, and he played a set with them. And, and then Superbad came out and played it. And holy super cow. Bike. No, Superbad. Super bad. Yeah, isn't that a movie? I don't have any Man. idea. Sorry, guys. Superbike, yeah. They... Uh... <laughs> They came up and played, and they they just blew me away. They were it was they were they were so great. They had so much energy, and they did a cover of an MCR song, which I I am a My Chemical Romance fan, and they they did that, which I've never seen anybody cover My Chemical Romance, and they did, and it was it was awesome. I was right up in front singing every word. It was great, um, but they have a, a two song EP out right now. Now uh, you can find it on. Amazon, iTunes, um, what have you? Um, look them up. Superbike Band. Um, this song is called "I Hate My Friends." I hate my friends. Indeed. It's a good, good song name, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got a few friends of mine that I wouldn't mind beating the hell out of every once in a while. It's sometimes. not very nice. It's not, but they've got their. I've got my reasons for some of these well, people. I mean, it could be arranged. <laughs> yes, Just could. saying. I mean, you know, some of your best friends are the ones that you really want to kill at times, because that's why they're your best friends. You get close enough to kill that You got to blurt that word. C I L L. Got to blurt that word. My out. landlord. <laughs> YouTube won't have it. And I'm gonna tell you now. They won't have it. Yes, that they word. will. That's how. I mean, that's Eddie Murphy. Kill my landlord. Yeah, but this ain't the '80s no more, and everybody's offended by it. every fucking thing you do. (laughs) (laughs) Why whatever do you mean? I mean everything you do. Well, alright then. So we probably should go to this track. Alright. We will we will go to the track. It's over here apparently. What? It's a joke, dude. I'm so out of it. I don't need you must explain this joke to me because I don't get it. It's a track over. Is there do I really have to explain it yes (laughs) I don't know what you mean it's a joke oh I guess it's just a really not funny one (laughs) over here track alrighty then the song is called I hate my friends was I Hate My Friends by Superbike, Indiana band that I hope we get to play with again one day because they are phenomenal. They are a lot of fun. They are great guys. They're entertaining. And they're just good to hang out with and get drunk with. That's always a fun thing to do. Uh, Did we get drunk with them? I mean, probably. I don't remember. But probably why. We're going to get drunk with dead fruit. Yes, we are playing with uh, dead fruit. On February 18th in Jackson at the Music Box, we are playing with them again. Um, in Jackson at the Music Box on March 11th, and then we are going to be playing in Hamilton Street Pub in Saginaw, Saginaw on March 25th. Yeah, so we got we got uh, we got a few things going on um, this next month. So. Um, Exciting times! Exciting times to be a donner. A donner. A donner. That's a donner. Yeah, that's what we're going with. As what? Um, Our our 19 till dawn fans are donners. Donners. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) I just came up with that just now. That's how my mind works. It's just always going. It's always, always ticking. I'm always coming up with new ideas, because you know. Because he's a donner fan. Donner. Donner fan. Donner. I'm donner. I'm. On Cupid, on Blitzen. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Nah, I don't know all the reindeer people. I know Rudolph. It's cause you like his big red nose. That's right. That's right. It means he's been drinking a lot, that's what red noses mean. This is a metaphor. That's what your wife then. Oh wait, the her is numb. It does, yeah. That turns red. She's here <laughs> and her nose turns numb. If you ever come if you ever come see us play and my wife is there and she if you ever see her do this, that I means she's toasted. Yeah, it's hilarious. It is. Yeah, it is. It's pretty damn fun. And she's probably gonna be mad at me for giving away her secrets. She'll be alright. She'll get over it. Just don't tell anybody. Yeah, I told you. Alright, so that was episode number two. Uh there's a little bit of a blabber today, being being a little crazy, being all over the place. But I think we did all right. It's okay for um, a second show. Well, well, the rest is different. Here. Is there more stuff? Yeah. Oh, well, what else we got? I don't know. There's something about Matchstick Entertainment. Yeah. Well. Okay. So let's let's look <laughs> into the future and find out what we're gonna do next time. So. Oh, is that what that is? That is what that is. I knew that. So. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do this again, and I know it's gonna work this time. Hey, Gnarly Darren! What are we gonna do next time? Well, thank you, Gnarly Darren. Well, since the last time this didn't work out so well, and we talked about Black Hole Media, and they went under, one thing I know for sure, entertainment Entertainment's not gonna go under. You know why? Because we are Matchstick Entertainment. Matchstick Entertainment is, is the production company that has done all of the stuff for 19 till dawn, uh, uh, the the books that I've that I've written and put out, Panegate and Final Solution, those have been put out under Mastic Entertainment. I use Mastic Entertainment for pretty much everything. And next time, I'm going to talk about it. So, I know it's not going to go under because it's me. All right, back to the past, gnarly Darren. Present, gnarly Darren. I guess you know what I mean. Shut up. All right, gnarly Darren, take over. Well, thank you, Gnarly Darren. So, we know that next time is going to be accurate, because 19 Till Dawn is still going to be around. Magic Entertainment is still going to be around. All right. So, this will work out much better. So, we're going to do a whole show. We're going to play a new song by 19 Till Dawn. Ooh, which one? Walk Away. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I think this song is really, is really some really good work. We got the Masters back for it the other day, and... Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, sounds great. So I can't wait to play that for you. Um, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Seth and Tia too. Seth and Tia was kind of a joint project. Um, uh, my my uh, my friend Steve Hasse, and I kind of shared production on that one. So I think I, I think I'm okay to talk about that we'll one. Show a clip. We'll show a clip. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna show that clip. Oh. Because there's there'd that's, be some best clip in Yeah, uh, but talk about yeah. editing. Oh Sorry. no, there is that other clip though. Is In, it? in the apartment. Oh yeah. 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 Could show that one, but pretty sure <laughs> that would have to be really blurred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well that's the problem. Is there's yeah. there's a lot that's Yeah, I'll have to find a spot that doesn't have to be overly censored. Um, yeah. Not to mention, the the F-bomb has dropped almost every other word in that movie. So, I think somebody counted it once. Oh, no, that was from the other movie. Okay. Right. Now, now, I mean, that was, we're not talking about that one. That right? was me that counted them and told you. And there was more than one a minute. <laughs> no, uh, I would say, I think somebody did the same thing with Seth and Tia. Somebody gave us a count. It might have actually been Steve himself. You remember that movie? It's the greatest movie ever made. It does have a great song in it. It does have a song. Great. that you used to like. Don't yeah. really like so much anymore. I don't dislike it. I just don't like playing it. No. I don't like it. Maybe if we updated it. Like, we got a song. A few a few of them older songs that we need to update. Yeah. And believe it or not, 19 Till Dawn's been around for a, for a decade. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Well, I've been in the band for 10 years now. So it's been almost ten years. It'd be ten years in March. Ooh, damn, you're old. I am old. Anyway, that's our show. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you guys come in for the next one in March. um, Because I still think right now, I think once a month is a perfectly good pace. Um, The editing takes some time. I did offer to edit. Yeah. He said no. Yeah. Editing is, like, the only reason I do this. My favorite part of the job. It is very time-consuming, though. So, but where are we at? I don't know. All right, that is perfect. So, thank you for joining us for episode two of the Gnarly Darren Hour. We will talk to you next time.